0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com, a main selection, reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com right now and tell them that Locked On sent you, well, the the Red Wings fall behind 2-0 in the first period, almost come all the way back. Christian Jew shakes, bakes, breaks out to brink its ankles to tie the things, to tie things up at 2-2, uh, late in the third. And then ultimately, Dominic Kubelik scores his second goal of the game, fifth goal of the season, and the Red Wings fall 3-2 in overtime. We got all the instant reactions, all the analysis coming up next. Uh, I am Detroit sports writer Nolan Bianchi. With me as always, is the other host of the show. He's the former kidney stone survivor, and a longtime Red Wings fan, Ethan Smith. Ethan, what's going on? How's it going?
1: Not much. It's good to be here.
0: My morale is not quite as high tonight, given my lack of chicken sandwiches, but we shall continue. Uh, Overall thoughts of this game, I mean, they fall behind early. They make a comeback attempt Are the better team for pretty much the entire game, like, There was maybe a stretch in the second period where like, ah, Chicago looks up. Chicago's taking back over. But then that didn't end up becoming the full story at the end of the game. Um, Detroit comes back in the third period. I'll shoot I think, nine to four or something like that. uh, And just generally look like the better team. So what were your overall impressions when you walked away with this one?
1: Kind of what you were saying there, ebbs and flows. Um, I don't know what to make of this team yet. It's, it's. Gets to a point against in Nashville, you know, okay, we look legit. This is good. Defense is starting to become a threat. This is good. Our offense is starting to click out, shooting them by a wide wide margin. And then we get games like today where come out strong. Well, quick goal. That stinks. (laughs) Still kind of in it. Another quick goal. Okay, great. Down to nothing. We've been here before. Pack it in. But then they come back and they look good at the end of the first period. Slow second period. Look good in the third period. It's, there's some games, I don't know, we put it together and there's some games that we just don't have it.
0: Here's where I'm at with it. I think it's a team that's really close, but just doesn't know how to win hockey games like that. That's what this team looks like. And obviously the special teams are what they are. Detroit goes over two again tonight, but they go three for three on the penalty kill. So I, I don't want to harp on the special teams too much. Uh, but they're just missing those little things, right? Like they're missing uh, another big goal late in the game. They were, like I said, like they were really, really pressing. They had a couple of great chances. Anthony Mantha had a breakaway that he like blew over the net. Uh, Dylan Larkin had a had a chance and amid some chaos out front. So it's not like this team – it's not, like, it's not like a lot of games last year where they lost close games where it's like, yeah, it looks like a close game, but they uh, they were outshot, you know, 42 to 18 or something like that. Like, this these games aren't like that. As a matter of fact, this is the fifth straight game they've outshot their opponent. So, uh, I mean, when you just look at that at face value, I'm getting – <laughs> I I guess we'll – see how i uh turn on this take as time goes on but i'm really starting to get less frustrated i think with the losses and and towards the end of uh towards the towards the end of the game the start of the overtime period like that was the first real energy i felt uh or like nervousness or whatever you want to call it in like the late stages of a red wings game uh in quite some time
1: yeah i mean it this team is still in it the good thing is A little bit of a silver lining that I'm taking is that this is the fourth or fifth game in a row that that we're actually entertaining to watch. Yeah. Like, I'm actually not like, oh, no, we have to go through with this again. Expecting us – or getting ready for a four-to-one, five-to-one pounding. Granted, we did have a couple of them against Tampa, but, I mean, it's Tampa.
0: But, I mean, that was a couple weeks ago. This is
1: new. You know, we're at this –
0: and also, everybody gets beat five to one at some point. Like the Leafs blew a five one lead against the Senators tonight, lost in overtime. The uh, Tampa Bay has lost five to two to Tampa, and I think they lost five to two or five to three tonight again. So, I mean, like I don't, I, I try not to put too much stock in those games. And when you're looking at the non blowout games after the first Chicago series, this team has played like not bad across the board it's it's just those things we keep talking about it's the the power play the penalty kill getting beat on those things but uh i i thought they had a real opportunity tonight and i'd be interested to get your opinion on this i don't know that like winning the shots battle is as meaningful as it appears because one thing i noticed with a lot of chicago's chances today is their best chances were shots that didn't get to the net but they just weren't they weren't blocked at the point they got like somewhere around the front of the net maybe a couple feet outside the crease and then guys have a chance at it Guy then that's when things get haywire that's when guys start kicking it that's when the puck starts going one way the goalie goes with it and then all of a sudden it goes right back the other way like those types of chances Chicago was creating that the Red Wings simply weren't
1: right um I understand what you're saying there I just think you know I understand making the most of your chances, but the best teams in this league put pucks on net. You have to have pucks on net to score. So I'm thinking over time, you know, instead of having low twenties, like we're used to seeing when we get up into that mid thirties, that's the mark of a good team. So I think that's where more of my line of thinking is, is you have to have shots on that to win. Granted. I know sometimes you get a 45 shots on that and the goalie stops 44. I get that. But I think over time, I think it's a, it's a proven fact that, you know, b- better teams have more shots on net, which leads to more chances and more goals. So I understand what you're saying. but
0: Yeah, but I, don't, I also don't think that, like, coming out of it with 29 shots is bad at all in any way. Like, I think that's a very good game. But when you just look at, like, the quality of chances and how many times you were like, oh, shoot, like, oh, here we go, you know, or just something like that, like, it just doesn't happen and and it felt like you were we were at least i was doing that a lot uh when chicago was getting pucks on that and they didn't even make it so I'm, I'm not saying that you know getting pucks on that is bad by any means but um i maybe just the the amount of stock we put into it uh maybe that might be a little bit misrepresented you know what i'm saying
1: oh uh, yeah i get what you're saying i, I just and I, I don't want to say either of that I mean like 29 isn't bad I mean we're yeah. just obviously seeing at the beginning of the season it was high teens low 20s and yeah. now we're consistently higher I mean it's could it's and obviously it's leading to better games so I'm all about it
0: um and like I mentioned the Red Wings at the beginning of the game and at the end of the game they uh brought the chance we've got some quotes from Jeff Blasher we're going to pass along to you guys in just one second but first, I got to talk to you guys today about rockauto.com. Listen, folks, here's the deal chain stores, they got different price tiers for professional mechanics and do it yourselfers. Ethan, are you a professional mechanic or are you a do it yourselfer? Oh, big do it myselfer. Would you rather pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to have your car fixed or pray for premium auto parts at your local chain store that only carries one brand? No. Or would you rather go to rockauto.com? Yes since you're a big do-it-yourself guy. Yes. And get the prices that are always reliably low and always the same for everybody. I mean, that's that's the big thing, right? They treat everybody fairly. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest price available rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like what airlines or, hey, even the stock market. We're talking to you, Dogecoin. Uh, RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login they're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years i've used them for years my dad has used them for years and actually uh ran into a buddy the other day who said he caught one of our episodes and uh was talking like one of the first things he brought up was rockauto.com he's like yeah i actually go there that's awesome i'm like thanks what do you think of the podcast uh so that's that's how you know folks Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you check out, just write Locked On. And they How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com.
1: Better off gives him the business.
0: Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers subscribe to lockdown bets brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Ethan, uh, I got a quote from you or a quote from Jeff Blaschel here. Let me, me? let me, no, a quote for you from Jeff Blaschel. Okay. Um, so he was talking about, uh, the, the, the pressure that they had to end the period. And it was really constant. Like they, the, had a ton of ozone time Chicago wasn't getting anything going uh and when he was asked about it after the game I I just love this quote that's why we're we're passing it on here um but he, he said basically it's called half icing a team uh they can't get a change you get a change get fresh bodies out there next thing you know you're grinding them down again he goes on you're not going to do that the whole game against an NHL hockey team that's just not the reality of it but I think when we're really good, we're pressuring teams, we're on top of them, we're playing in the ozone, making good decisions with the puck in the ozone to extend ozone time. And then they chip it out and we jam it right back down their throats. That's how we want to play. I love that. I
1: love I'll it. will tell you too. what,
0: there have not been a lot of Jeff Blashill quotes that have come out and like inspired me or made me be like,
1: oh wow, that was a great quote. Uh, but that is one of them. Yeah, dude, definitely. Do you sense there's more of a fire under him recently?
0: I do. I really do. And one and one thing that I really love about their – outside of their effort was just the strategy. Like, they're playing to win this game in regulation. They're not playing to go to overtime. They're playing to win this game. It, it was, seems it like, they're, it seems like it.
1: they're trying to get away from winning by trying not to lose.
0: Yeah, I, I don't even – like, you've been saying that. Like, I don't even think that that's – they're really – doing that i think they're just trying to win within a defensive-minded system like it's no different than what the islanders do the red wings just don't have the talent right now you know I i don't i don't consider that playing not to lose you're you're saying we got good goaltenders we have competent defensemen let's see if we can hold them to 22 shots 24 shots whatever it may be and get two or three goals like you should you should i think at a bare minimum I don't think you should be in a situation where you're having to, to tell your forwards to score four goals. Like I think telling them to score two or three goals a game is uh, not the craziest thing in
1: the world. No, no, it's really not. I mean, that's, that'd be ideal. Actually. I'd prefer to see that. And when
0: you're uh, when you're like worse than most of the teams in the league, like I, I think it's better to play that way than to try and get in a track meet. Like, I I don't know. I just don't think it's plain. Like you see it in football all the time too. Like, Hey, we're going to slow the clock down. We're not going to let Patrick Mahomes have the ball, throw the ball. Like that's what he wants to do. They want to get in a track meet with us. We're going to limit the number of possessions, uh, create high leverage situations that we hope we can win and see what happens. And I think the Red Wings have done that so far uh, in these
1: past five games. Yeah, definitely. Oh man. Do you, what do you make of DeKaiser going on? Are we, are we going to talk about DeKaiser? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: We haven't talked about DeKaiser going on waivers.
1: So Danny DeKaiser
0: went on waivers. He was, he was not claimed. <laughs> reset, we reset the momentum there really, really well. <clears throat> I just needed a good throat clear. Um, yeah, so Danny DeKaiser gets placed on waivers Sunday. First off, your reaction to that, I was pretty shocked. And, and the general consensus around was everybody else was too.
1: Well, it's just taxi squad. I mean, you've seen this guy. He's just not at 100% coming off of his knee, back, back. near knee back, which it, they're both debilitating. It was back though, right? Okay. Yeah. I get I get injuries mixed up a lot. There's so many of them. Um, you know, he wasn't, everybody can tell he wasn't 100%, wasn't playing the minutes that he's supposed to. I mean, if this just gives him some more R&R time, to relax and rest, hence the R and would say that dude, we're not gonna make the playoffs. Doesn't really matter. I'd say there's four defensemen playing better than him. Oh, why there's is six why is everybody – no, yeah. there
0: are six defensemen playing better right. than him. It, okay, it was, exactly just, it was right. just surprising because uh like he's been with the team for a long time. It's a couple oh, games into the season. I understand that like at the end of the day, it was a it was pretty much a risk free move like there there was no real concern um that he was going to get picked up and Jeff Blashell even kind of said that today he was like yeah you know it was just a roster decision ultimately we want to just put him on the taxi squad uh yada 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 it gives us a little bit more flexibility he's not at 100 percent um and so and then and, and those quotes were actually from before the noon deadline so it kind of sounded like they were were not really uh expecting well, anybody to pick him up
1: which what what NHL owner or GM <laughs> is gonna okay picking this guy up one in the climate they're in right now that's you picking up five million dollars a year yeah. that's a lot more money you have to shell out as an owner. So I I'm, with the amount of players that we've seen go on waivers this year and I don't think anybody's got picked up. Gauchinek went on waivers Gauchinek's been sh- traded
0: like six times today.
1: Right, but like he was, he was put on waivers. (laughs) Then he was sent to Carolina because nobody picked him up, and then he was flipped again, traded again to Toronto, which proves that nobody is going to pick up anybody on waivers unless it's a surefire, you know, twenty goal scorer that gets put on waivers, and there's a chance. But Alex Galchenyuk's not that. Danny De sure as hell isn't that. Like I just, I'm, I'm not putting any stock into the. He's put on waivers james eel got put on waivers i mean
0: no i know it's just it's just a surprising thing like you wake up you're like oh shit danny guys on waivers i mean um, there there were there were some writers in the city i don't want to name any names here ethan there were some writers in the city who said that danny kaiser was going to get protected uh in the expansion draft in this upcoming year
1: yeah okay i've I've seen some people talk about svechnikov getting protected too (laughs)
0: yeah we we did say i think i would like to go back to our like mock draft 1.0 from like june and just see how much things have changed uh one guy i did want to talk about and this is really just because uh he spoke this morning after the morning skate but he also was somebody who i just kept noticing on the ice tonight and that was robbie fabry i thought he uh it, it was one of those weird things like he was kind of all around the net he had a great chance early bobby ryan Okay, quick sidebar. We're going to go down the Bobby Ryan rabbit hole real quick, and then we'll come back to Robbie Fabry. Bobby Ryan is trying to get on the highlight reel so bad, and he is going to. He is going. This is my bold prediction for the rest of the season. Bobby Ryan is going to score a goal-of-the-year candidate. The amount of times that this guy has been just like one inch away from pulling off an absolutely disgusting move, he almost scored a goal-of-the-year candidate in the first game against Nashville. Then Then tonight, he gets the puck, goes up the boards, dangles through like three guys, sets up Fabry for a great chance in the first like four minutes of the game. Uh, and then in overtime, he just, he, he loves the dangles where it's like your stick handle and all of a sudden the puck's on the backhand your you're toe dragging with your backhand. Like he's going to score another one of those goals again and it's going to be magic. It's going to be one of those moments that like I talked about on last Friday's episode, such as the Mark Stahl goal, one of those moments that will live on in infamy and an otherwise uh, pointless season for the Red Wings.
1: I'm all about it. I'd love to see it.
0: Um, But back to Rob. Actually, you know what? We're going to get to Robbie Fabry on the other side of this break. I'm sorry, folks. That's called a radio teaser. Um, I got to talk to you guys about betonline.ag. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over but the NBA, college basketball and NHL are in full swing. And Ethan, this one's for you. Bet online even covers reality TV such as The Bachelor, award shows, TV shows, and they've got real updated odds and props on anything you can imagine. Were you watching The Bachelor tonight? I know it's back. I saw people tweeting about it. I was surprised to not see no. you in the discourse.
1: No, sorry. I totally forgot about it. Mm, I'm sure. Oops. You got it recorded.
0: BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus with that LOCKEDON promo code at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts
1: is the best-looking power play the Detroit Red Wings have had in four games.
0: Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cohen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition, subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey wherever you get your podcasts. All right, segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Before we get into uh, the overtime period, because there were some things that happened in that that I want to cover uh, in just a second, I want to talk about Robbie Fabry because he has played exceptionally well uh, since returning. He's seen his ice time go up and I believe, every game except for the last one. Um, he just continues to get better. He continues to produce. Uh, and I've just really, really come around on the idea of center Robbie Fabry.
1: Same here. Like, just him, in my opinion, I don't want to get it away from Fabry, but him and Zadina have just looked phenomenal this year. I'm happy that Fabry can come back after his little bout with the sickness, that uh, he can really come back and really be able to get right back into the groove. I know this guy's had injury issues and stuff throughout his career, but I'm, just, I'm super pumped that he's 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 looking like a, uh, a lifelong-term Red Wing. Is that... Yeah,
0: he's a definite role player on the Stanley Cup. Team. Like, I think he is somebody who can be a part of the Red Wings future as maybe a third line player. Like, if, if Robbie Fabry is your third line center, I think you're doing all right. Uh, and you mentioned the COVID that he had. So he missed, uh, I believe it was eight games, something like that. He, he went out after the Carolina or after the, yeah, after the Carolina series uh, and then returned before they played Tampa and he scored in three of his last four games, but he said this morning uh, that he wasn't just diagnosed with COVID. He actually felt it a little bit. It sounded like it was pretty, uh, pretty scary for him. He said, this was my first, he said, I had all the symptoms, so that wasn't too fun. It took a few days to get my energy back and get skating and back working out and getting ready for the first game on that road trip. That's got to be like a a, a weird thing too, when not only are you just like out for a little bit and away from time and you're getting out of the flow of things, but you're also like sick in a way that's impacting your breathing and your mobility and just things like that. Like that's so strange, man.
1: Dude, I couldn't imagine. I'm happy I haven't gotten this.
0: I am too. Yeah, knock on wood. Um, And he also said that he's been working – uh with luke glenn denning in the faceoff circle so that's been pretty nice too i believe he started off the year uh two of 14 uh, but he said he's been working with glenn denning who's leads the nhl with a 66 percent faceoff percentage uh so that's pretty nice as well you mentioned zadina a second ago i do want to talk about him because i thought that he was going to be the hero of tonight's game and he almost did it in the most way possible he Hello. serves patrick kane Goes down three on one. I believe he was with Heronick and Larkin. Does that sound right? Yes. Um he gives a pass to Heronic. Heronic gives it right back and it just bounces over his stick. Uh, and he can't get the shot away. And that was just like, that was such a bummer. I was like, this is Zadina's moment right here.
1: I know. I mean, he's had a couple this year too, where he's just, he's so close. Just like Bobby Ryan. Just so close to highlight real. Thank you very much. Take those two points, but not to be. It's okay. I know.
0: And I, and I think as the season goes on, like the law of averages and also the team just consistently getting better. Like, I think we'll start seeing those goals go in. Uh, but you'd like to get the ball rolling and Philip Zedina almost did that today. Unfortunately, was not able to, so.
1: No time um, like the present. Let's get it going.
0: Matthias Brome, still scoreless. He's had quite a few chances. He's been playing up on that first line with Dylan Larkin. Uh, these guys really miss Tyler Bertuzzi. And as a matter of fact, uh, I do have an update on that as well from Jeff Blasio's press conference today. He said uh, Bertuzzi won't be back Wednesday, but after that, he's not really sure. So at least one more game without Tyler Bertuzzi. Hopefully the Red Wings are able to pick up some scoring. Despite the fact that he has missed, I believe it was the last eight games or something like that. Uh, He's still tied for the team lead in scoring right now with five goals. So that is not a great look. (laughs) Please come back soon. Uh. Any other any other thoughts you got on this game before we uh, wrap this one up? Anything from Saturday night's game you want to talk about? Because we we never really got to that, frankly. Adam Ernie scored a Datsuki and goal, uh, one of the uh, the best goal he's ever scored in his entire life. I've, I've, say, yeah. I was gonna say probably one of the best, but I have no doubt in my mind that that is the best goal Adam
1: Ernie has ever scored. I immediately texted you. I was just like, yeah, how about that one? That was that was pretty good. Yeah.
0: That's still, you know, <laughs> you know what? I'll wear that one. It's hey, fine. Hand up. It still does not, we, the people will always remember your Bobby Ryan take more than yep. they remember my Adam Ernie take. Yeah. So, I know,
1: whatever. Yeah. You know, it just is. Put weird. one shit at the wall. Uh,
0: Anthony Manta also scored a gorgeous goal the other night. Uh, just yeah. an absolute snipe. Who else scored in that game?
1: That's what you're paying him for right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the what goal. I'm for. 100%. 100%. Um, Uh, I'd say Bernie looked solid in that game um, Saturday. Then I wanted to say that Grice looked just solid again tonight. Like, there's not much you can say. There's not much we could really say more about these two. They're just both playing out of their mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, it has not led to wins, but we will keep crossing our fingers. We will keep praying. So I'm not sure what we got planned for tomorrow's episode. Um, We'll figure it out, though. Yeah, I know that doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in you to to come back, but I promise if you press that subscribe button and when you wake up in the morning, there'll be an awesome episode of lockdown Red Wings waiting for you to listen. So be sure to do that. Go follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. And of course, the way for us to grow is by you showing your friends, your family, your loved ones, uh, this podcast. So if you like the episode, if you've enjoyed a past episode, go ahead and send that over to them. We greatly appreciate it. That is all we got for you guys today. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day.
1: You're locked on red wings.